What's up? This is a special edition of Marsha's Plate, where we review the show Pose on FX. All right? Uh, what Diana say? Don't call the doctor. Don't call the mama. Don't call the preacher. Welcome back to Marsha's Plate. Make sure if you join the conversation, you hashtag Marsha's Plate and pose FX. Um, we're going to cover a lot of topics. This episode was really deep, um, heartfelt. So if you hear us talking about anything and you have something to add, make sure you hashtag us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We are under... M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. That's M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Hashtag us. We don't care if you agree or disagree. We just want to hear your opinion. So, you know, come join the conversation. Hey, everyone. We're back. Hey. So we're back. (laughs) For episode two of... Pose! Yes. Yes. So this this episode started off with um the house of ferocity. Slang it. Uh, I was about to say a rare achievement. <laughs> Cause baby know they done barely win some trophies. <laughs> And baby, because Candy <laughs> is always wrong. But at least Lulu came yes. in this particular time. Don't be doing Candy. I love Candy. <laughs> I love Candy too, but her oh, character just she can't don't be winning. The balls, but she's still there. <laughs> Confidence is key. So, um, Lulu, um, what did she have on? She had on the this ball, like big. It was this um, big purple gown mm-hmm. uh, with a two piece. Yeah. Ensemble up under up it. Up under well, it. She whipped she, it off. Wh- and it was still standing there. And it's she came, came right on out of it. Spinning for the girls. Spinning for the girls. To world. her trophy. Kenya Moore style. Yes. <laughs> Gone with the wind fabulous. Gone with the wind fabulous. <laughs> that bitch kept spinning and spinning yes. like Sailor Moon. I would be spinning too if I had to barely get trophies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because she got that trophy. So... So, side note, and I'm not at home. I am in New York preparing for our live show. So, the sound quality may be a little funky. I'm not for sure. But anyway, side note on this particular scene is this scene was paying homage to the amazing Hector Estravaganza who passed away last year. Um, But on seasons prior, season one, um, he was one of the judges and consultants of the show because he is a fucking legend in the ball scene. He was on Paris is Burning. Um, he is one of the founding fathers of the House of Extravaganza. Um, so he knows the ball scene from inside and out. So they were paying homage to him because this is something that he did when he was walking one of the balls. So I thought that was uh, interesting an amazing tidbit because a lot of people were saying, oh, is anybody going to um, give homage to Hector Javaganza? Is there going to be a dedication? Da, 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 da. Well, baby, that was 
the homage, Lulu's um, standing skirt. So she wins the trophy, and then it goes to... Um, they, I think they just... It's the, it kind of just a bunch of scenes. It goes to, like, a bunch the people in the crowd, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 but it goes to Electra leaving the ball. Mm-hmm. And Electra is in this sickening-ass motherfucking fur. As always. Looking beat. As always. <laughs> Tipping down the rugged, rough streets of the gay community. I mean, shit, I need to be a waitress <laughs> at that place. All these damn furs. And... So at this point, we know she has been do- hosting at that restaurant. I can't, is it Indochine? Indochine something. Yeah, something like Some that. Some hair so, product sounding so, place. Yeah, so she has been hosting there. But everybody has been wondering ever since the first episode of season one, where are you getting all these coins, yeah. girl? So this particular scene, we find out that she actually has been moonlighting <laughs> as a <laughs> dominatrix, darling, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she has been doing. She has been doing her nightly duties mm-hmm. as a dominatrix. I ain't mad at her either. Were shit. you surprised? I was very surprised because I, that did not cross my mind at all. I was thinking she might be been dealing some drugs or something like that. I mean, uh, shit, that's the next step. I mean, I I got that when when she so when she was tipping down the street in the fur, I didn't get where they were going. But soon as I seen that she snatch back it. ponytail, that Beyonce I ponytail, it, was just... well, it wasn't Beyonce then, but uh-huh. <laughs> but that that oh, that's Beyonce. <laughs> Nineteen, that, whatever, whatever. So um, she she had that ponytail, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, she's about to go down in this dungeon. I just thought it was a sickening ponytail. <laughs> nah, that's a dominatrix ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about, um, have you ever explored um, the dom and sub culture? Uh, girls, dominatrix, you know I'm too, I'm, 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 dominatrix. <laughs> Nuh-uh. I, you know, I like to keep it a little simple. I ain't do that ain't for me. Now I had a neighbor when I was in LA. Oh, that's a good little story. It's a quick little story. Well, her man left her because she was putting up ads and shit on Craigslist, and when he would go to work, he did. She would have them come over. That's right. She said she never did anything nasty or sexual to them, but he took the kids and everything. No, because she yeah. was dominatrix of mm-hmm. people. Used oh. to whip them and everything. No. Well, of course, being that I used to be a oh, lovely later, uh, lady of the night. Y'all, Donna got so many damn lives, y'all. She done been everything. Well, I'm a black trans woman, baby. I had to be out here surviving. And so expo- oh, girl, but you exploring can the world. There's ways you can survive, girl. Now, tell us. Uh, honey, you okay. is not about to uh, sex work judge me <laughs> or my show, bitch. <laughs> no. No. So, you know, I've been, you know, I've been a lady of the night. Um. So, a part of being a lady of the night, you come in contact with um, people, people's fantasies. And so, no matter if you advertise it or don't advertise it, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that will come to you and say, you know, do you do, do you dominate, do you dominate, and blah, 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 um, especially people who are new to it and 
are not, um, you know, because that's a whole culture. That's a whole culture and community. Yeah, I've heard of, yeah. Yeah. So some people who are new to it, but they like you, they'll, they'll try to explore their newness with you. And mm-hmm. so I have dominated a few oh, okay. white men in my day <laughs> and <you> black know? <laughs> men. <laughs> and how did you feel about this, like, when, when you were first approached about it? Um, You were down for it? I was down for it. It just, you know, I'm trying to make some money, so I'm good. Fuck, what you want? You want to beat your ass? And cool. I heard through the grapevine that the people they like, uh-huh. for, I, uh, grapevine to the grapevine, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine uh-huh. um, that they want like extra, you know, like like they want you to be just so aggressive. So did that come naturally to you? Depending on, I don't know what you was doing. So everybody's them. different. So mm-hmm. it, everybody doesn't want what we saw in, in the yeah, show. Yeah, because Electra the, was giving it. Was giving it. <laughs> Whipping. <laughs> and that's her anyway. Everybody don't want that, all that. Uh-huh. Some people do. It just, everybody has their boundaries in what, how far they want to go. Some people want to, needles, Put through their nipples. Girl, Some what? people. <laughs> Some needles through your you nipples. Is, you is not about to be a, on this show uh, acting like you approve. And I, you're I my child. My, none of my children okay. oh, no, girl, are not too pews. much. Not too much. I know. I know your life. I've seen some my Vista videos. I've, I've seen some things on the internet. I've, I've been Googled a little And stuff. you've lived I some do things. Have a, I lived. A, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. So anyway. <laughs> she likes to lie a little bit too. Gosh, she likes to lie. They, they know I'll be lying. I'll be you. watching the little videos and stuff online, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like I may. Somebody may. But, but we ain't talking about me, Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about me. So I ha- I've I can't say that it, it is awkward in the beginning to know how to step into the role of a dom. Um, but once you study and and read books about doms and ex- and expectations and that kind of stuff, um, you kind of get it and you can kind of get into the role and mm-hmm. get into the role playing. Um, I'm not naturally. Uh, violent I'm not naturally violent Uh but I am naturally dominant kinda kinda yeah I can play that role. I'm. I have. I've. I've lived a life that 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 that's given me enough confidence to be dominant if I need to be. Mm-hmm. I in my personal relationships, I don't want to be the dominant one. Yeah. But um. But I'm also opinionated and not weak either, and not weak minded either. So, I need somebody who is strong but can take another strong person, mm-hmm. and so I can I can feel the role. It wasn't really uncomfortable. The violence part. You like, how hard you want me to hit you? Do you want me to hit you like? Yeah, because you was crazy and shit. <laughs> or do you want me to hit you hard? Boom! Like, oh, like the balance of that, the balance of how far you go uh, is kind of like people want you to choke them. Like, you gonna oh, tell see, me? We would need some consent forms and stuff <laughs> in case I accidentally end and up. And some people do that. You and some people do that. And that's culture. why I'll be doing all of that. You feel me? <laughs> and then another thing, I'm just too humorous. I think, it, like, you would think it's funny. Yes, yes. I would. Sometimes. 
sometimes yeah. certain <laughs> things are said because I have a funny bone and a morbid sense of humor. Uh-huh. Certain things are said is kind of. I know um, you. Yeah, I so know. I would cackle. I, I would cackle know. sometimes. You, you would be trying your hardest not, not to, to cackle. <laughs> yes, it would be some things that would be like. Like the child. one on the show. Like he was bent over with her pumps on and everything. You don't know. <laughs> you can't walk a mile in my pump. Yeah, it's a lot of situations in the business uh-huh. of escorting that you're in. I remember this older guy. Now, mind you, when I say older, uh-huh. older, liver spots, white, old, oh, gray geez, hair, Lord, horrible. Now, he needed to be home in the bed. He, what was he doing? No, he needed to be giving me my coins. <laughs> <laughs> I needed him. So he he told me he wanted to dress up for me. Okay. And so I'm thinking, okay, because we nice I get paid suit. by the hour. Oh, <laughs> and so take your time dressing oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives me enough money for like three hours. So he goes in the bathroom of my hotel room. And baby, he comes out. See, that's how you do it. Get your money straight up. Are you listening, Angel? <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, first See, three hours. And um, this, you know, you ain't even got your coin. So I'm sitting in the bed waiting for him to come out. And finally, he gets ready to come out. This Now, I want you to think of, uh, okay. God, I, there is nobody that I can imagine that, that is like a celebrity or something. Think of old, old, uh, even older Robin De Niro. Oh, yeah, because he's still, you know, he's a decent looking old guy. Right? Mm, even yeah, older. But, but he even ain't older. decent to me. That ain't oh, my type. Jesus. But think of older, but with liver spots. and Like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons? No, not that scary. He's skinny, but anyway, a old <laughs> white man with liver spots uh-huh. could be I 70, mean, 80. Oh, Jesus. He comes was out. Was he moving slow? Huh? Was, was he moving slow? Was he? No, he wasn't moving slow. Okay. Baby, he came out from around that corner with these kitten heels. <laughs> <laughs> One leg <What>? first. <laughs> With it's nothing but royal blue. Everything he had on was royal blue. So first he tipped his leg out with the kidney heels with the puff on the toe. (laughs) And then now mind you think it is hairy ass old man, white hair with liver spots on them, sun spots, all that kind of stuff, (laughs) tipping around. And then he comes around the corner and he got this robe on with fur and this feather boy everything is royal blue with his silver stringy wiry um mr wilson from dennis the menace hair he is giving you grandpa in royal blue baby and he had felt sexy (laughs) baby i am sitting on that bed in my uniform in a teddy and you don't know. Oh God! I'm mad you don't at the know leg what it with the little poof on the little kitten heel. He gave you an entry, baby. He has sat Wait. in there and put the whole garb on, and he had these bright red nail press on nails that he had put on, Ugh. and no wig, no oh. nothing, just the garb and the shoes, baby. With the and he was giving me a show around that corner. I was sitting on that bed like. Bitch, I was trying not to hold it in. I was raising my eyebrows like, oh. I just, I just, 
it. I just don't get it. I usually can understand, but I, I just don't, I don't get it. So he told me when we, he wanted a domination session. Okay. So, but it wasn't the whooping type. It just, you know, well, just be, um, be dominating to him. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Um, oh, he basically, his story was um, his wife had passed away. He didn't have, he was a widower. And was these her little her garments? Yes, yes, these were her he garments. Around in his dead wife's <laughs> kitten heels. I'm done. I'm sure when she bought her heels and shit, she did not think that her husband would be later on tipping around. She was dead and gone. And he said, fish in his kitten heel. He felt like his whole life he had been restricted and this is his time and he didn't want to cheat on his wife or didn't want to, you know, do anything on his wife because he loved his wife and he said now that she's dead and gone and I have money, I'm going to spend it on having fun and this is a part of my fun. <laughs> I was like, okay, well thank you for coming to me. I mean... <laughs> I've been sitting there too cackling. Oh, I, I didn't. It would. It. it, it oh, but you just don't understand. I would have tried to hold it back. Snickering. But, oh no! See, I'm bad. I would have. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I would have thought to myself. I already got the money. Really, I can't hold this in. Oh my God! I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So oh, the next scene uh-huh. is Blanca. Okay, yeah. And Angel. And it almost seems like Angel is reading Blanca <laughs> about her fashions. I mean, see, that's you think if she was reading her? No, I don't think it was reading. She was being a good friend. That's, that's yeah. A lot of friends don't be telling folks, you know, that they, look telling that they look a mess and be walking around, and that's because they be thinking folks it's be sensitive too. Yeah, especially when you're talking about a trans woman's oh yeah clockiness. Yeah, it gets kind of sensitive, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that can turn into the dozens. Your yeah. little garments ain't looking all that yeah. good. Yeah. You get into shit I can't even really just do too, too much mm-hmm. about. So it, it, they get into a real conversation about privilege, passing privilege, and, you know, uh-huh. you know, which is why I said in my commentary about last episode, I didn't believe that um, two girls who feel like one is passable and one is not, and they're going into, like, an interview setting, uh-huh. like an interview, like when Angel was coming into that, 
thing mm-hmm. with the with the intent of not getting clocked at that uh, modeling right. thing. Blanca should have never been there. In the she first place. not that she shouldn't have. I mean, it's just she. They both would have agreed to not. She don't come in yeah. if they thought Blanca was clocky. It's like, girl, we okay. know what it is. Somebody could have easily just ran into the judges and been messy. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I don't. That was an unrealistic I was scene. That too when I, was I could see Poppy it. coming in. I could see Blanca yeah, taking her to the event and be like, girl. Especially a mother like Blanca, she yeah. don't mind. She, well, girl, I don't want to get you clocked. Yeah. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay out here. Well, but she you did going say that. But she said that not going to the judges. Remember mm-hmm. at the desk, she was like, okay, I'm not gonna go in there with you. But she. But it wasn't about the clock. If that was the I think th- yeah. that was one one of the things. Because okay. Poppy couldn't go in either. Yeah. She could yeah, she had to go there by herself. But I think that that was a that was an element of unrealistic because yeah. if we are in agreement that you aren't passable, you, we're not taking you to a thing that I need to not get clocked in. Right. So, and we it will be like a Sometimes spoken, but sometimes unspoken thing mm-hmm. that I don't want to get you clocked, bitch. It's, it happens even when we meet niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, say two transsexuals is tipping through the mall. I, if I'm the clocky one, I'm going to keep walking and let you talk to the trade by yourself. I ain't going to sit and deal with the trade with you so I can so you can get in my team. Get your clocks by yourself. <laughs> Let me get my clocks by myself. That takes a strong individual because I would have <laughs> still been sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's different with the girls. I don't know. Maybe and maybe that's my experience. But mm-hmm. but I but I've been all across the country and I just see it. Like I see mm-hmm. the if if you're with a clock girl, the clock girl kind of tips away. She tips away. Yeah, she tips away. Like I ain't trying to get you clocked. Really? That I, that's my experience. I wouldn't want my home girl to tip away. I would have been. I'm. Well, I, I don't feel know. like that would hurt her feelings. If you tipped away? If she tipped away because, you know, she trying not to get you caught. But sometimes, you know, it is what it is. You know what it is. It ain't about... And it is what it is. And if 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 we get clocked, we get clocked together. I don't want to get clocked with you, bitch. Well, baby, you with me. So, you gonna if, if, if I'm Clockerella, baby, you knew what it was I, when you met me, I when you befriended see... me. You knew I was Clockerella. <laughs> but I can see it kind of being weird. I ain't tipping no happening. fucking way, bitch. We but know no how... dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we know how gay men value mask for mask yeah. and being able to blend as a straight man. Mm-hmm. Think about when butch queens don't want to hang around with you because you feminine and feminine and girly. I can see it being like that, like the feel, not exactly the same. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but not exactly the same. But I feel like you know. Because mm, I've heard butch queens have these conversations, like, "Oh, I don't want to go to the mall with him. He be fagging out." Of course, I've I've yeah, a lot of people that. that do the most, but nobody like the one that you're talking about who would be fagging gal. Uh-huh. They wouldn't voluntarily be like, okay, let me go on and tip away because you know I do the most. They're gonna be well. I don't think I don't think that they would. That's why I said it would, it's a difference, but yeah. it kind of, the feeling is kind of like that. It's the same. We yeah. know what it is. It totally is. Yeah. yeah. It's like we know what it is, and so and so me sometimes if I'm with a clock girl, mm-hmm. I would be like. I know what I'm getting into. Um, Clockerella, you're going to have to tip away. And it, and, and it depends on the <laughs> circumstances. Like, if mm-hmm. a nigga's trying to holler at me, yes. But if we just tipping down the mall and we getting, then people walking past us looking, uh-huh. it's no tea because yeah. I know what I'm about to get into. Because I, I know you. I'm about yeah. to go to the mall with the clock girl, so we might get some clocks. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, You know, that's just kind of how, how it is. I don't know. It's, 
And that might be my experience. Mm -hmm. But I come from a really testy-ass community that tests your fish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The community that I was was raised up in. Yeah, I've heard the stories, girl. That's what it is. During the conversation with Angel and Blanca, you know, Angel was just giving her some tips on how to be less clockable. You know, ladies don't have to walk into the room and prove that they're ladies because you would just know that from the get-go. And all these tips were for... Um, Blanca to impress the landlord to get her nail shop. Miss Vogue Nails. Miss yes. Vogue Nails. Yes. Named after the song Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> Unclockable. <laughs> <laughs> so Blanca goes on the interview. I actually didn't like that um, outfit. That outfit was too Fran Drescher to me. That leopard, yeah, purple leopard. It was weird. Yeah, to that me. that was not what Angel was describing. But she picked it out, <laughs> and she picked it out. And but maybe it was it more eighties. Like I don't know. I, I thought that was Fran Drescher. That was loud and yeah, yeah I, I didn't like, like it. it. <laughs> and then they have a turtleneck too. Was, and yeah, I get the turtleneck. <laughs> I get the turtleneck. If you got an Adam's apple, bitch, I get the turtleneck. Okay, yeah, I get the turtleneck. I get the turtleneck. I get the turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> so. If you um, oh, so when right. you come to the scene, and this rich Jewish woman, I guess she's Jewish or white. She's definitely white. She's white, but I don't. She Italian. later on she talks about having connection to Jews and da 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 and, Italian and Italians and stuff. So she's white. So I don't know if she's white, she's white white or yeah. She looking like something. She's yeah. one of them folks. Um, so. She has a conversation about her husband getting caught with a man. That's right. And her <laughs> conversation, ironically later, um, it, it's almost like a vent. Like her, there was some fight in her. Like I didn't just roll over and let my husband do this to me. I took all of his fucking money, and mm-hmm. I da 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 da. So it was almost like a. A woman scorn and revenge victory story. You see what I'm saying? She was like, "Yeah, but you know, he thought he was getting fucked in. Uh, I, I did the fucking, <laughs> you know." And so she didn't clock Blanca and made a deal, handshake deal, a handshake deal, <laughs> aka no contract when deal. I tell you all some of these people on this show, and Blanca give her her coins without any contract. Here you go. So this is my thing. No contract, no paper, no nothing, y'all. Everybody nowadays, when we see conversations about contracts and not doing or signing bad contracts or um, anything that had to do with business, business savvy, and not having business savvy, being ignorant about business savvy, nowadays, because of how much information we have through movies, think about we watch the TLC movie. We watch, we know, we know about bad um, record deal contracts now. We've heard too many stories about it. We heard about bad scheming um, um, real estate um, contracts and insurance and fixed insurance and not fixed insurance and. Uh, um, not insurance. Um, um, what is it called? Interest. Um, on on housing and how people lose their houses. We've heard all these stories and all these things about signing shit you're not supposed to sign. Mm. The reason why we're able to say, "Oh, I wouldn't have signed that shit. I would have got a lawyer. I would have read through it." Yeah, and then the, because we can do that is because we have had the information. We've heard the stories back then. These movies wasn't out. There weren't movies about scams and shit. There wasn't 
people doing tell-all books and telling and doing interviews telling the tea about scams that are going on. Mm -hmm. This is how this could happen. They didn't know. Blanca, because I remember uh, in the, um, when we were watching it, you were like, oh, why can't get a contract? No. Because you can feel no, like. No, I was not feeling that at all. Yeah, no, nobody was feeling it, but that's because we know a now. Handshake. We know. Let's shake on it. But think about in other in situations that you might have been in in your life where somebody was telling you they was going to do something for you and it wasn't about a contract. And you and you just was trusting what it what what it was what of it was going to be. When I was younger and things of that nature, mm -hmm. but you just trying to get the opportunity. Yeah, and I, I mean I understand it, of course. I mean this is what she's been wanting, and so mm -hmm. okay, she says she's gonna give her the here's the first and what first and last, and I get it, I get it. Mm. I, so I can understand how you can be stupid if you just don't know. She just got excited. She got excited, but I would just. Think because you know Blanca be going through it, and so my first mind like okay, I would think of the late possibilities first and be like okay, well if if she ever changed her mind, da, 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 I would need something even if it wasn't no movies or anything out. I don't know. I just would need something to say that something. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't do some stupid stuff because I think that she would just take my money and run off, even though she is you know she don't need it, but. So, like, when me and my brother was living in a house together, mm -hmm. when I first got a house, we didn't have a landlord contract. He didn't have me send a contract. When I moved, we were homeless. So, we just mm -hmm. I just needed a place to stay. I had got a ride home with this lady from my job that I had got fired from because I was trans. Oh, God. I didn't know her. She just gave me a ride home. Well, it was it was my my grandmother's best friend was the driver, and she was taking both of us home. Mm -hmm. And in the converse in in the car, the conversation turned into how she wanted to move back to Alabama, but she she her lease wasn't up with in the house that she was in. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? So I was like, "Ooh, how much do you pay rent?" And she was like, "A low ass, crazy low number." And I was like, "Oh, well, I can take over that lease. I can afford that." And she was like, oh, cute. So let me go. Let me give you his number and talk to him. And so when I went and talked to him, he was like, he was like, well, I'm going to have to clean up the house first because she's leaving and she's leaving all her shit. And I was like, if you don't charge me a deposit, I'll clean it up and bring my shit in and don't worry about it. Uh -huh. And and he was like, but I still he was like, I won't give you charge you the deposit, but you still need to give me your first month's rent or whatever. Uh -huh. So. I was like, okay. So I gave him my first month rent. I didn't rent and I didn't sign any kind of um like lease, lease or, or anything, anything like that. So he could have easily fucked me over. He didn't. I stayed there for years after that. Oh. But um and it actually worked in my favor because we didn't have any kind of lease rules. Uh -huh. When I couldn't pay the rent, I didn't pay it. Wow. <laughs> and and well, I would eventually pay it, money? but but Eventually, I eventually I would yeah. pay it, but it wouldn't be like oh the first is due, and you know how you, when you're in an apartment, uh, yeah, they okay. sending you letters and shit on the third. Yes. All right, <laughs> we need our coins. The curve um, is ready. The curve is ready. <laughs> exactly. So be, it kind of worked in my favor later, um, but I didn't sign anything with him. But I just went in, was in desperate measures, and uh -huh. I was like, child, we need a place, and this is affordable, and. 
let's work it out. And so me and my brothers and my friends went in there and cleaned it up. And But he could have got us together. So I can see me being in a situation sometimes mm-hmm. and not thinking about um, – and this was my first, not my first place, my second place. So I didn't get any lessons about leasing and anything mm-hmm. like that from my family or anybody else. So in the conversation, the white lady talked about how the place was a shithole, so she would have to fix it up, right? Mm-hmm. And then she talked about gentrification. Do you know what gentrification is? I have no clue. I'm just like Blanca. I <laughs> never heard that word before. <laughs> what do you think it is? Gen, what ginger gentrification ginger is, is it gender gentra i don't know what the hell i mean i'm guessing from how she was the conversation she was having wasn't she saying something about how we're gonna make this it's area gentr- girl i don't have a clue what so the hell this is, is what gentrification I read, is i do read books and stuff <laughs> like that now i'm not no dummy y'all now i do know some stuff but i don't know what the hell that is so it's a phenomenon when um, affluent people with money come in into like less wealthy neighborhoods and renovate the homes. They build new businesses. They build new restaurants. And it's to attract a new, like a middle class resident into the neighborhood. And what that does is it ups the value of the neighborhood. So rents go up. Um, and eventually, the people who live in the neighborhood, the poor people, um, they can't afford the rent anymore. They can't. Um, they usually are displaced and move to other areas of the city. Um, they're a lot of times swindled out of their home. So basically, it takes the neighborhood from a low value to a high value. And people who can't afford it got to get the fuck about. <laughs> some famous um gentrified places would be um Halstead Street North Chicago there's a lot of places in Chicago like Wicker Park um Andersonville Pilsen um yes um in Boston like the West End in Boston that's a popular um gentrified place. If you live on the West Coast, like um, in Portland, the Pearl District is a popular gentrified place. Um, if you live in D.C., U Street Corridor, that area, that's gentrified. <laughs> if you in New York, Soho, the Soho area, um, um, Harlem, um, Brooklyn, Hell's Kitchen. Um, there's a lot of places in New York that's been gentrified. But it's not just small, um, but it's not just major cities. It is small cities as well. Actually, one of the most gentrified cities in the country is, um, Charleston, South Carolina. Um, the median home price for a home in Charleston, South Carolina in the year 2000 to 2015 went from one hundred and fifty-two thousand to two hundred and seventy thousand. That's a big deal. Um, so it started when um, Shoreview Apartments, a low, a big low-income housing project that was downtown, was you know shut down to make way for upscale community single-home um, family. 
Um, most of the neighborhoods that are affected by gentrification are solidly African African American working class people. What ends up happening in most gentrified places is that the black population declines. So like in Charleston, the black population went from 42% to 23% based on the Census Bureau. Ain't that crazy? Another place is in North Carolina, um, Asheville, North Carolina. So it doesn't just affect big big cities. It's small cities as well. Um, their median... Home was a hundred and twenty-five thousand, and it went all the way up to two hundred and thirty-five thousand. So that's like an eighty-eight percent increase. Gentrification is strategic. It is something that is planned, and it usually affects the least among us. They pick neighborhoods with the less protection, with the you know highest crime rates, with the highest poverty rates, where there are people in these neighborhoods that nobody really care about, nobody people look down on, so it's easy for them to come in and bully their way and use their tactics to get people out so they can turn a profit. So basically, they... Tear some housing down. They bring um, new businesses in. And what it truly, truly affects is the demographic of the people in a location. So, of course, blacks out, Mexicans out, um, any of the uh, uh, unsavory folks out, 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 out. But what also happens is that the culture of the neighborhood is erased. Um, anything, any resemblance of what the neighborhood used to look like is gone. So just dispersed and people move to other cities, people move to other areas, and it just changes the landscape of a city and change the demographics of a city at the expense of black and brown people. And that's basically what gentrification is. So when you see Frederica Norman come in... Um, talking about her plans for the area. By the way, Frederica Norman is played by the um, brilliant Patti Lapone. Um, the character is talking about her plans to gentrify the neighborhood, and she sees it as a cash cow. And that was a gist of her conversation. So by the end of the conversation, um, Blanca, she tells Blanca that she has the place, and she pays it for it, and yeah. boom, boom, boom. So Blanca has so her salon at this happy. point. She was so excited. So happy with no contract. So then the scene comes to Ricky fine but coming home. Ricky, Ricky. Yeah, Ricky coming home from his tour with I'll Be Sure. Ow. Just living the um, life. Just living the, the dancer his life. Best life. Y'all know what that means. Exactly. Hashtag so. living my best life. <laughs> so. kills me. As soon as he come in, Damon is ready, baby. <laughs> he is ready up under his little fuck me tent with his legs. <laughs> Little fuck me tent, legs are open. This is a whole different Damon than we've seen from the first season. Ready. Ready. Legs cocked open. Mm-mm-mm. Honey, his boo has been gone. He ain't had none. Maybe. Being faithful. <laughs> Come on into the dungeon. <laughs> Come on into the... It did look like an old tent you were back when you was it eight. It was. It was. With it the really curtains was. and With the, the curtains and shit. <laughs> oh, 
God. That man be killing me too. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, Tim. Uh, he done made. So, as soon as they about to start, Blanca tips in. <laughs> as Blanca does, interrupting. <laughs> Blanca, girl. She is. Uh, ain't no coins will be made. Ain't no love making being made when Blanca is, is around. around. <laughs> so she tips in and said, We need to have a house meeting. And Just pulled says them that, little curtains, the little uh, sheets. Mm-hmm, and said that somebody, some person had died. A person in the community had yeah, died. Somebody else. She basically tells them that, you know, they need to go to the funeral. They need to mm-hmm. be at the funeral. We need to um, show our respects and. Um, give on, give reverence to the people who have passed away since they're, they're in our community. So the scene cuts to the funeral of the person who had passed away. <laughs> so this will be cut to the funeral of. <laughs> what? And you what? said, what did you say? What? Um, soon as we cut to the funeral, Brian says, <laughs> What about Brian say? says, Damn, do we get a break? <laughs> Shit, it's like a yeah. funeral every episode. It's a funeral every episode. I mean, I understand they they are raising the awareness of what happened back then, but pose, y'all, producers and the writers out there, could y'all just give us one little, just one little show where we not seeing somebody dying or the well, hospital? Well, it's the truth. And, I mean, it's the truth, but. Uh, my emotions, listen up. We are in 2019, and you know, our emotions and anxieties and depressions and all of that is very real these uh, Honey, days. and that was real back then. So think about if you had to live it. Well, thank God for that. Mm, so I, 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 just give us, just give us one. Episode, just give us a break. So in the funeral, while they're lining up to go see um, the body, um, Blanca has a conversations with. I think her name is Kelly. Kelly? I think her character's name no, is Donna, Kelly. You know, they've been getting on us about giving everybody their names and stuff now. <laughs> oh, speaking of names, <laughs> somebody slid in Marsha's Play DMs. Her name is Lisa. Um, Lisa said, I am Lisa from Black Women Stitch on um, Black Women Stitch on um, Hey Lisa. On Instagram. She says, I'm listening to the review on polls. And I'm not I'm not finished with it yet, but I wanted to kind of intervene on the discussion of Pray Tell as a bad name for Billy Board Billy Porter. I said what I said. <laughs> Pray Tell is an old English phrase that means please dish. I think it's a good name for the character. It's a bit shady, and yes, I remember that scene with Coco from Fame. You called it Diamond. That's exactly what it, it reminded me oh, of. Girl. Best wishes and thank you all. Diamond, does she know every fucking thing? I'm so sick of her, y'all. Get out of here. Really sick of her. So we did not know what it meant. That was, you know, pray tell. That was a cute little play on words and history, and you know, cute. So that is a cute name for his character. Please dish. The meaning behind it is cute, but it's still an ugly name. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Thanks. So, so in the com- in in the middle of the funeral, um, Sandra Bernhardt's character um, talks to Blanca, and we figure out that Blanca is not taking her medication. Mm-hmm. And it's almost she she was talking like she's guilty for surviving, like guilty for what not being. She um. It seems like the, the they're saying that Blanca's not taking her meds because she feels like she doesn't deserve to still be living. 
as since she's got the disease. That's kind of mm-hmm. what it kind of implies. And I, I love that that they in different episodes are explaining different trains of thought around mm-hmm. the disease. So and everybody is different in how they respond to news about having a terminal disease is going to be very different. We kind of hit on it last week about how you will respond and blah, 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 blah. But you really have to understand that how people respond to this particular epidemic was, was really, really different. There's some people that would just go out and, Oh fuck it. Well, since I got it now, I don't have to worry about it because I got Mm -hmm. it. So I can go out here and be free. Yes, and right. do what I do, what I want to mm-hmm. do. Then you got people who totally go totally abstinent. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do anything because I don't want to expose anybody to this. And mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Then you got people who go and it's kind of like the middle stage of that, where you know I'm a little bit free, but then I'm like, oh God, do I have to worry about it, or or do I have depressed. to worry about in the money, like in the moment, like mm-hmm. I might in the moment say. Um, let's use a condom and the, with this one and then the next one. Oh, I like it raw. Okay, well, let's fuck raw. You must not care, or mm-hmm. you probably got it too. So let's fuck raw. Or it's so many ways of thinking about about it, and then that's that, and then the medication. Do do, do I do I take the medication and. Or, like you said, you would go herbal. Herbal. I wouldn't be that person. I would want all the meds that I can take. <laughs> I would want to do whatever they got to do. Um, Dr. Sabi. <laughs> you, tra- you would be Dr. Sabi in yeah. your ace. <laughs> I would. Ciao, you know? um, No, I just wouldn't. Uh, it just so many. It's just so many responses to that. And I love how we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But I love how they engage with those different type of train of thoughts in regards to taking meds or responses to having the disease. So we cut to the scene where Poppy and Angel and Blanca are chilling at the crib. And here comes Ricky, I believe in the two minions, and Damon (laughs) finally learned his name. It's Damon, (laughs) y'all. Many corrections on Twitter. Thanks. Thanks. You sound a little Damon. over it. I <laughs> love corrections. <laughs> Anyways, they come. I mean, mm. uh, so they come on in all filthy, drunk, and all happy and shit. And Mother Blanca, Miss Blanca, she's over she it. Taking, uh, you know what? Blanca is taking this mother road to the stream. Somebody <laughs> need to kind of check her. Poppy already told her ass on the first of you, not really my mama. But anyways. <laughs> Blanca uh, checked them and talking about where was you at and they were supposed to be at the funeral and uh, this is your peer or whatever and all of the all this other shit. Again, you know, she's always trying to force people to do stuff that they don't want. Okay, Blanca, just because I'm up under your roof don't mean that I gotta sit up here. If you stop, you want. she is trying to, to get them girl. to appreciate the community. The AIDS, the HIV. I don't want to go to the goddamn funeral. I want to go out <laughs> and get drunk and vogue for the straights because they are living for vogue right now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, but, can, I can vogue and say, I'm going to get my life. Wait. So, I'm sick of funeral shit. So, Blanca, you know, her words kind of sometimes come back and bite her in the ass because she was emphasizing last 
um, episode how this is a new era. We need to take this opportunity, okay. seize the moment, Please. blah, blah, blah. Seize so they moment. went and seized the moment and talked about and was really living for how previously they would be invisible. But now that Madonna has put this song out, if I go Vogue, everybody's going to look and appreciate it as art and love it and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And... It's it's kind of it harkens to the idea that anything that we have as black folks as queer folks is not of any value until the main the culture masses the, the masses or the white culture says oh take an interest in it which is very relevant now you know to, to, and exactly <laughs> like they always we yeah. have always been the creators of culture, creators of what is new. When we, when we think about black people with jazz, when we think about um, gay, the gays with fashion, and mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? That we've marginalized people have been the ones who have ushered in new eras of, you know, new things. And so... And they just take it and run. They just take it. And until... We're, we're usually ridiculed about it before before it gets popular. before it gets popular, and then once they start taking interest in it, these then our dumbass like them mm-hmm. look at it like, oh, we're not invisible anymore. <laughs> they're looking at us. Oh they my God, us. we have value. Really but pr- prior to yeah. that, because that was know, Ricky, wasn't it? Yeah, just happy. Oh my God, they were all well. All all, all of them were like that. Yeah, they were. Mm. And Blanca was over it because they did not come to the funeral and show their support. Yeah. And I can understand that, but girl. Girl, it ended up Sometimes I would be over day. it. Yeah, I think I would be over it, that. Yes. Though. I think I would definitely be over that because I don't like going to funerals now. But you see, it got to the point in the last episode where people are sitting there kikiing at the funerals now. Right. Girl, this is my fault. 200, 300, one. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, yeah. oh, yeah, 400, one. Oh, I'm going to give me a gift. Ne- like, really? It's gotten to that point. So why I need to be at every single goddamn motherfucking funeral, Blanca? Just yeah. you ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> In the last episode, at the end, Electra goes to the house of ferocity. Mm-hmm. And so the scene goes to her in the house with the other girls. <laughs> and oh, Electra. And uh, Candy and Lulu is in there fix- fixing up some. Slim fast, some and slim some, fast, and some popcorn. <laughs> slim fast, the and popcorn struggle was real. We have to lose us some. We well, have to lose were they weight. struggling or were they just trying to lose the weight? Because no, they were was struggling. Weight. They was talking about losing weight, but if you heard Candy later she on in the conversation, she was, was like, "Bitch, so I already done busted my piggy and, bank, yeah. and this is all I could afford, and I needed to do some self care to get my nails done because they were fucked up trying to get these errands run. So if you, because Electra was complaining about the food." The bitch that's making the dominatrix money and you're not contributing to the house, that bitch is selfish, selfish as fuck. Anyway, and that's selfish. <laughs> so anyway, so Candy is reading her blah, 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 blah. And then um, she was like, girl, you got to take it or leave it. This is our house and this is what and we got. And then gets to talking about her closet. She needs a bigger closet. More closet For space. her luxury items. Meanwhile, we are drinking Slim Fast and eating popcorn. popcorn with hot sauce. And you're talking about your luxury items. I it live just, for popcorn and hot sauce, though. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? And hot sauce? And hot sauce. 
Orville Redenbacher, baby. That sounds a bit much to me. My stomach can't take all of that now. <laughs> so she gets to talking about needing more closet space. And Kenny was like, more closet Girl, space. I need your closet space. No, I'm girl? already splitting yeah. it with Lulu. on that bullshit. I don't know how she got like that now. Right. And But once again, she has created a signature move and she fucks up the table. Baby, now, sweetie, the bitch. <laughs> now tell me, now evangelistas—they're the, the they're the sweethearted clique. So maybe when she turned over the table at the evangelistas, it might be a little realistic. I told y'all I didn't think that was realistic, but maybe for that group, it might have been realistic. But do you want me to believe that you flip over candy? And this is Candy's house. Candy's table. Miss Candy. Miss Candy. <laughs> Miss Candy's table. And you get to tip out without some kind of twirl. And she is trying to slash people over the ball. <laughs> you come on. You, you think Candy? And then I just told you that I'm broke as fuck right now at the Penny's Rent. And you done knocked over our Slim Fast and our popcorn. The only shit. I mean, we're drinking Slim Fast and eating popcorn. <laughs> and I'm already slim. And now it's on the floor. <laughs> and I'm already slim. Come on. I'm trying to get my booty shot. So she's she's not going to get, get twirled, And you're not going to get twirled. And then you're going to sit there and kiki, this is my signature move. Child. Uh, Boom. I don't even know what to say watching it. I, I just didn't even. I just. I was like, Electra is getting too many passes. It's and, too many. I wanted and to jump to the screen it. and beat, they, beat her ass for them. I just. <laughs> it's like, because this, this is what happens when you let people like Electra run around and do stuff like that. And like, that's true. If you don't, if she don't ever get twirled, this is what she's going to think that, that she can do. Right. But Electra's a twirler too. If you, she's had a hard life and, you know, she's. She's now she's got accustomed to this other stuff, but if you pay attention to the last season and you know, she don't mind um throwing them hands. She don't mind that kind of stuff. She's a fighter too. She's not a weak person. Um, but even at the end of that scene when she was like, you know, I this has become my signature move, she says, I'll come back, I'll send somebody to come get my things. So you tear up my shit and you still think that your shit is safe in my house. Exactly. The your shit you got here, bitch, this shit will be bleached, <laughs> burned, and put outside. You got me fucked up. But that's that's my personality. I would have sold a little luxury items. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sold that shit and pay some bills over here. Exactly. So that after that scene, Electra goes and starts recruiting girls. Gotcha. So she started recruiting girls and boys. So she's she's trying to make this ultimate house, and she recruits Tess. So that is that that character is played by um, Lisette. What is her name? Is Trace? Trace? Oh, I forget Trace's name. Just like you knew her. Yes, I love Trace. That so Trace, Trace Lisette. Her first name was stuck in my brain, like Trace. right at the first. So yeah. Trace, Trace Lisette. She That's- is an actress that played on Transparent. She is. Um, she played on. What else did she play on? She was in um, Maroon 5's video. Oh. Girls like you. Dun, dun, yeah. Girls like you. Okay. That. So th- with Cardi B and shit. So she was in that. She was in some other stuff too. But um, also she was in. Did you see that video with Crystal? Put the, since we're on a podcast, what do you mean? It's a podcast shit. Uh-huh. Crystal did the drunk Stonewall story. 
she was drunk and it was like a video by BuzzFeed or something. I think it was BuzzFeed. I don't know. But Crystal from um The Read did uh-huh. a, a video telling Marsha P. Johnson's story at Stonewall. Uh-huh. But she was drunk doing it. Drunk it's called drunk history. I gotta show it to you. Yeah, but I didn't see that. she played, um Trace played um and Sylvia. She was drunk while narrating while, it? while narrating it. Oh, yes. I it was really cool. That. It was really cool. It was uh, I'll let you see it when we're done. But Trace played Sylvia Rivera in the story and it was really cute. So oh, anyway. Okay. So she goes and gets some vulgar. She goes and gets a gorgeous girl who's a triple threat. Mm, triple um, threat. And she's about to come and create her own house and wear it out. Um, but I want to point out Tess is white. And so she says, ain't no white girls in balls in ballroom. I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> yeah, because it, was, it, it wasn't... It wasn't cool for white girls to be there. I mean, yeah, I guess this is that for the blacks sense, and yeah. the brown girls, you know. And and at one point, this isn't valued. But now that Madonna doing the Vogue, of course, people gonna want to come in and da 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 da. But she mm-hmm. she's from the community, so she was like, "Girl, I know white girls in ballroom." So she knew that you weren't welcome there. So now, Electra brings her in, and so it's really cool that Trace gets to play this role and this part because she has been the white girl in ballroom slaying in real life. Oh, for real? Yeah, so she has been the triple threat. She has been that. And there there was rumbles about her coming in and slaying and getting the praise that she gets. And, you know, she has handled it with class and all that kind of stuff. So, but there is a conversation to be had about... um Every time we have a culture, we have a culture that kind of pops into the mainstream, there's always that one white motherfucker that comes in and gets kind of shine, like Eminem with hip hop. Um, it just, that's just Eminem what it is. With hip hop, how they did my girl Iggy. <sighs> mm-hmm. You got the girls coming up, the rap girls coming up, she coming in and wearing it out. And then it flips on her. Yeah. <laughs> that got to be so, really strong. We've like all, but we've always been accepting of them coming in and doing their Yeah, but things. they don't they don't do the same for us. They don't do the same. They don't give us access exactly. to their world. And so how do you feel about that? It's really fucked up. It it it's I mean, I I oh god. I tried my whole life not to see color. <laughs> you tried to be colorblind. I tried to be colorblind until, I mean, really, really up until these, these couple of years because with all the things going on and, and, and of that nature, but I don't even really know how to answer it because I want to say that I feel like everyone should be invited into. I don't think that it's it's I. Cause just because they do us like that, I don't know if we should ha- do them the same way. Mm, yeah, because I, see, I, see I guess you could say two wrongs, you know, gonna make a right. We could show that we are still a loving, open community. We don't need to be them. We're not exactly. Hmm, I can see that. I think that's the higher self. I that's think that's what you want to be. Self. My I, petty self yeah. is like, 
my petty self is like, child, boom. Like, this is for us, by us. The reason why this space needed to be created was because y'all wasn't giving us space. And so we finally create something for ourselves, and then y'all tip it on in. That seems... Mm. Fucked up. And yeah, then they it seems take it up. and just run with it and don't give us any credit. So that's where it kind of gets testy. Yeah, it feels <laughs> it feels kind of weird. It feels kind of um, but I it's but then I know white people who um live in the culture mm-hmm. because their families could have kicked them out too. And yes, there comes privilege with being white, but, um, you know, like poor white people, you mm-hmm. know, they could be going through struggles and, but have the privilege of being white. But it feels like, um, if you come up in the culture, you you are part of it. Like you, you got the lingo, you got the, you know, I know I have an aunt who's, um, who's white and she, she come up in the culture, so her saying certain things... It just come natural It comes her. natural for and her and be like acting a certain way. how we way. were just talking. That's how Eminem got accepted into hip-hop because it didn't really seem forced with him. Other like, I ju- other like I just said with Iggy, as you see, she had a whole Australian accent. And when you rap, it's this southern black girl. And so it's just like... I guess you could say the same. You putting thing about on, that. Yeah, whereas putting opposed on to, to Eminem is kind of in the culture, yeah. or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, and I think we can, we're we're able to tell when it's authentic. Yeah, and I think those are the ones that we really that we let out. You come to the bar. Yeah, but cookout culture is kind of annoying. Yeah, <laughs> let's not get No more cookout invites. Yeah, no, because people um, just giving anybody, and then they come and tear up the just cookout. They say, just because they say something. Yeah, that they should be saying. Shit. Uh, yeah. So next we have a ball with the well. Oof, God. So next the scene cuts, and we have a a ball, and it is fairy tale category, I believe, and we have our peasants and. It has Angel and what is his name? Poppy. Poppy oh, is playing girl. Romeo. Oh, Romeo. Angel playing Juliet. And Angel girl. Angel. <laughs> Angel girl. And they do this horrible ridiculous. This cringe worthy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very much a cackle. But girl. <laughs> Angel. That performance. Mm-hmm. And then Ferocity's um, um, Laomi and Nefertiti, Afro- no, Aphrodite, do a Cinderella, Cinderella. story. They look sickening because she starts spinning. Yeah, she starts spinning. And she get out of her duty wrong for their spins because <laughs> they don't stop spinning. And in the middle of the ball happening, the lights cut off and, and Electra comes in with her new crew. And get red because, girl... <laughs> Because Electra has some nerve. Like, she thinks that she's like the fucking president or like, <laughs> girl. And she gets disrespect. Well, not, I don't, not disrespect, but she gets put in her place each and every time. By Pratel, because he don't, each girl, I'm time. a leader too. But she, Bitch, but, no. <laughs> but she will keep trying it. What did she say? Don't I get respect or something for, uh you know, all the glory I gave to the ball? No. <laughs> Bertel said, no. 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 No, bitch, no. No. And then came to, Angel calls out the white girl, you bring your Snow White in here, blah, 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 this Snow Bunny or whatever she called her. And then they about to twirl. So Candy pulls out 
her hammer. It's hammer time, bitch. Hammer that was time. funny. <laughs> Candy is always ready. <laughs> Which is why that scene with the table, I was like, bitch, Candy be ready. Exactly. Girl That's when you want to die. So, Electra, also ready, pulled out her blade. Exactly. And, and they get to... give me that girl exactly. that, that carries the blade. How she be tipping around up in the dark on the streets? Yes, and then... So, they break up the fight, and... um. At the end, Electra is like, "Honey, we're the House of Winter, and winter is coming." Winter uh, reference, is reference coming. to um, not, you know, we know it's a reference to um, um, Game of Thrones, which is kind of funny. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I was like, "Wait, I know I've heard that before." When they get kicked, when they leave the ball, the little boys in the house of evangelista tips over to the i guess they were impressed by the interest of the winters and they were like oh this house is ratchet can we please come back take us back and pray tell says these motherfucking house hoppers and so <laughs> and you got to kind of think about it that a lot because some of these people don't have families That's and they're just kind of floating around. Is that normal for people just to yes, just bounce back and forth and bounce in and out of houses. Because a lot of times it's really the young ones are really as rooted in getting more clout and getting and surviving mm-hmm. and surviving in the best way I can. Mm-hmm. So I've been in Electra's house, so I know she's gonna she's gonna have some yummy food since she's the mother. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's not gonna be oodles and noodles like oodles over at Blanca's. Over at Blanca's, girl. Mm-mm. So I guess I don't blame the minions. Hell, I I I I value loyalty. I so, value loyalty too. I'm like, uh, I don't know. That but was they shady only to went me. Over but there because of, uh, Electra anyway. Yeah, they only went to Blanca's. They're her minions. Yeah. So I don't know. So it is what it is. And so after we went through all of that drama, we turned to the bar. And at the bar, it is Damon. And this ugly ass little boy. He was so <laughs> he ugly. He was not y'all. ugly. He is ugly as fuck, y'all. <laughs> it's always the ugly ones that's always trying to start some shit. Anyways, he, uh, what did he say to Damon talking about, uh, what did he say? You're cuter than what first, I would imagine. Yeah, because first Damon thought that he was talking about. Yeah, Damon he was trying to holler at him. Trying to holler at him, Damon. I guess Damon. Damon got a little. You know, he looks better this season because I was just not feeling him the first season, but he looks better now. Damon looks anyway, Damon, all right. <laughs> anyway, so Damon thought that he was uh, getting uh, what you call a hit on, but needless did he know. It he was, was about his... to have a Shirley and Barbara <laughs> moment. Uh, it was about to be a meeting in the a meeting. <laughs> yes, the the song the song that was playing in the background while he was going is. It's a meeting in the ladies' room. Ow. I'll be back real soon. <laughs> so, which I thought was a perfect song, if you know oh, what the song is about. They do. They, they do that got a nasty uh, soundtrack. They know how to put the song. They do for the very perfect moment. And so he tells Damon um, basically that he's been fucking his man all mm-hmm. summer long on the tour. But I'll be sure. Uh, I already they, knew that y'all. Did, I already knew it. That I, dick I was surely in it. this hall. Disrespect. Every time that he was called and the phone was not getting picked up, they were fucking <laughs> so and, have you ever been in a situation where you uh, were being cheated on by somebody how did that handle how did you handle that situation 
<laughs> when the information came to you. Okay. See, I talk about Damon, but I used to You're be Damon. I'm <laughs> oh, no, baby. I'm not Damon anymore. I'm not anymore. But I, 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 I used to be Damon to where I would know it. I would have all the signs, all the evidence. Well, but I couldn't. It wasn't just. I couldn't just prove it. Prove it. Mm-hmm. And so. I've never had nobody come up to me and say that they were just bluntly fucking them because, Lord have mercy, I wouldn't be here right now because <laughs> I, I, I don't do that cheating shit, y'all. I really don't. I just, that's just the, okay, well, okay, well, we're not talking about me with what I did. We're talking about what somebody did to me. <laughs> Anyways, um, but no, I never had nobody come up to me and just bluntly say that to me, but I have had people to told me, you know, they used to see, I ain't talking, this is way back in the day, ain't nothing recent now, but I had somebody talking about, you know, we would see them, uh, we see him all the time cruising in your vehicle uh, at the club and this and that, and so, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess I could, I've never had nothing as late as this. Damon gets to fighting with the boy. At the ball. So, pray tell it's over because we just had a fight with the Fem Queens. And now you motherfuckers in the back at the bar is fighting. Pray tell was over it and shut the bar down. Or shut the ball down. Get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> it was over. They get home after the ball because the ball is shut down. And Damon and Ricky is having a lover's bat in front of, lover's bout in front of everybody in the house. And, yep, just like I was just explaining. <laughs> that's what happened in that house, that first night. Yeah. And so um, they're all listening and Blanca tells Angel and Poppy to get up out. <laughs> but of course I mean, they still listening. the point of that. I mean, he was screaming, Damon was screaming, and I know the walls is probably thinned up in that little cheap little apartment. <laughs> so everybody hears you. So in the midst of the conversation, Damon basically admits that they have been having unprotected sex. I thought he said that too on the first season too. That they was that that's what them. made them Remember, they they were oh, having yeah, unprotected sex, and then when they, the they had to go get tested. And then Blanca had a conversation with him like, yo, no. And they were just not taking it serious. And so being that they decided that they did, was monogamous and blah, 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 I guess they went back to their raw dog ways. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So Blanca has a reaction like, I thought we had a conversation about this. But, like, uh, you... <laughs> So, um, she's over that. She's over that situation about them not using condoms. And, um... Damage just don't be giving a damn. Well, you know, when you in love... I'm I'm talking about the screaming part. Like, I mean, I wouldn't just be telling everybody up and down, I let you fuck me raw. Well, he's open and he's he's in the midst of his family, people he trusts. Okay, I trust people in family too, but I guess I'm just too classy and private. No, you are not classy. You are reserved in telling your business. You do not. You you like to clear. Excuse me? Getting your tea. Pardon me? Like pulling tea. Excuse me? You know, but... You know, you are reserved in telling your team because you don't want to be judged by it. I tell it piece by piece. You know. <laughs> Put together the puzzles. The next scene is Frederica and her cute little dogs. The witch yes. and her little dogs, too. What were they called? Cash and credit. 
Talking, yes, talking to a reporter. I guess the reporter was doing a story on her, doing a story on about powerful women coming coming out of bad um, divorces. So her son comes in, ugh, which orc. is what I vision as a moolie. <laughs> like he's like ugh, I can't just, ugh. the son comes in and he spills Blanca's tea to um to the mother. Right? Yeah. So what I noticed is how like they were like unrefined new money rich motherfuckers. And what do you mean by that? Like if you like if you pay attention to the mother, you pay attention to the son. Like remember when he came in with that ugly ass tacky suit and she was like, Why you don't have a suit on? Why you got mm-hmm. this shirt? Looking like a plumber or something. Uh, or just just handyman. So She's looking at him like, you don't even know how to be classy. And even her is kind of overdone. Yeah, you see how she was sitting there with him? Like just... just tacky. <laughs> and you don't, like, you can tell you just came up on some money yeah. and unrefined. And it would, and for me, it really points out the access of having white skin and being able to blend into whiteness well. You, uh, you, you have just the amount of unrefinedness as the people that we see in the black and brown community. You get what I'm saying? You call us ghetto and lowly, but you are too. Like you ain't real classy and rich like you think you are. Mm-hmm. You just trying to play a role and doing it in a certain kind of way. That's why she was looking at him like you should have put on a suit. You should have presented in a certain kind of way. And you, he still went and put on this tacky ass suit. Like you don't. They, they, some of them motherfuckers don't have the refinement that you believe they have they don't have they don't have what they think or they aspire to be but because they have white skin um they can go into that role much more easily and cross those lines and get access and pretend and be a poser in mm-hmm. those situations just because they came up on some money mm-hmm. so that's what i really imagine in that situation and so when this just that whole scene when her son was spilling Blanca's tea, it just was like, oh, like y'all are, y'all are like white trash. Yeah, like it was horrible. So after that scene, the son goes to Blanca's salon. You know how excited she was about getting this. She thought she was, and she worked hard to look passable to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in the scene, the um, the son t- when he tells the mom. You you so uppity. You think you so better than everybody else. Because even when they first met, I forgot to talk about this earlier, but when they first met, she had some really, really horrible... Oh, yeah, because in that scene, she was talking about how some of her families that were dark. So she's not just white, white. Because remember, she was like... I, I, she, she was like, my something about her aunt. She was like, my aunt taught me not to trust the dark... Um, Dominicans, or oh, or something like that. that. She yeah, was like, you, you got you gotta be you gotta be light, and um, um, and so she really openly talked about mm-hmm. colorism, race, really, yeah. ra- not necessarily race, race, but a specific form of racism. That's which is colorism, and when she was talking about it, uh-huh. it was really open and direct. And really pointed out, you know, like, this is how you get access. This is how people really thought and passed down to their children the ideals of, yeah, you can't trust them dark ones. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when he when he told her to tea, the son was like, you so uppity that you didn't even see and pay attention that that was a man. 
Yes. And, and yes, it was felt, a man. And so she immediately sent him down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Blanca was over it. And he did give her an envelope. So I guess... In in all fairness, she could have not give the money yeah, back. Yeah, because I don't think she was going to give her money back. Yeah, when I first seen her not do the contract. The contract. Yeah. yeah. But she did give her uh, did give um, her an envelope, and he was like, I don't want to talk about it. You got to get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. So I know she was devastated, and she was over it. Over she was it. painting her purple walls. Yeah. Um, so the scene cuts to Praetel and Blanca in, their, in the house talking about... Um, you know, her spilling the beans about not getting, you know, not having any rights. She was like, you know, black, brown girls don't ever have no fucking rights. So what are you talking about, Praytale? Like, I can't go. I just shook my hand. I can't believe I was that stupid. Um, and Praytale was like, girl, you got to fight. You got to fight for this. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is one of the moments where you got to be an example for your kids and fight for this. And then she told Praytale that um, what your collar was... Um, Using condoms, not using not condoms. Not using condoms, yeah. And um, and you know, Partel was like, "Child, you know, we've been here. We both sick. Yeah, this is how we got here. <laughs> we both, yeah. we both diagnosed with this thing. And yo, like, we, we've been there. We've been there having sex without protection, just for love, and blah 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 blah. blah. But this is the time that you can be the the example for your kids." And you can fight this thing. And it's time to be real about it. It's time it. to be real about it or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and then Blanca was like, well, maybe I just need to tell him. You get what I'm saying? Like, she implied that, you yeah. know, maybe I just I mean, come real with it. That's he was really getting at. Yeah, come real with it. Pertell already seen that coming, though, because remember at the funeral, after she said we shook on it, he was like, oh. Yeah, well, but he didn't want to kill her dream. Yeah. And, and finally, Pertell was not a party a bitch. pooper. <laughs> Because, you know, he is good for that. Your stupid ass is a no contract, girl. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, after that scene, Frederica comes back to the salon once she sees that Blanca ain't left and tell Blanca, girl, you need to get the fuck up out of here. I do business with murderers. And thieves, but I don't do business with faggots. But she don't say faggots. She and says liars, but you know what you wanted to say. Outlaw key. Why? I do business with murderers. And what else she say? Murderers and thieves. And thieves. But I will not do what... Uh, liars. Liars. At least uh, she tried to yeah, be respectful. Right. Well, I will give it to them. You gave her back the money. Mm-hmm. And it's, she didn't just be too late. About yeah, it. but late enough but to you're where... still late, and I'm still getting kicked out. Okay. So Blanca popped her and said, honey, I went and got some representation <laughs> for free, and I got some squatters' rights. So <laughs> apparently in New York, I guess it's some squatters' laws. Yeah, they got a, it's a bunch of little People who've backward been... laws and shit. You can get away with a lot out there. Yeah, um, not in Texas, baby. Not in Texas. <laughs> They'll bring the sheriff. Not on our watch. <laughs> On our watch. They'll bring the sheriff's baby and kick you right on out. Um, and she, uh, Blanca must have had some type of defense because she, after, uh, what is it, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. she started talking about what the Italians and other and everything else Yeah, she, she started she making threats. She was yeah. like, I got Jews who are my lawyers that will squash you like a bug. Then she says, I got some Italians and blah, 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 who I'm will come and war you well, out. Oh, baby, I am used to fighting. <laughs> Which she, well... I don't know if she'd be fighting, uh, but she <laughs> said, "I'm used to being be. I'm used to. Yeah, I'm used. I'm used to all this shit you talking about, bitch. You the girl who not ready for what the action? Exactly. Bitch. For real. For real. 
Um, cause mm. <laughs> so I was so proud of Blanca on this scene. Yeah, I, I was so proud of her, and I love it when she gets the backbone. Yeah, it's, it, it was really nice. Yeah, she, let, she was like, you know, I'm not gonna let y'all force me out of here. Even if I gotta do nails for two oh, months, right. bitch, that's what I said. I'm gonna I'm be doing nails for two money months. Money back and shit. Exactly. Whatever. So when and this, I will keep that money too. By the way, because <laughs> then she gets, did she give it back to she? Ain't no, it she didn't give it back, girl. I would keep my coin and be up in there for two months. Exactly. So and then I'm like, bitch, you know, I got a clientele. Bitch, you could be making money, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. People She's are stupid, stupid, just like you just said. She's be a business woman. Right, right. Um, so, Blanca, the, the scene goes to the family at the back at the house. And this is the moment when Blanca pulls out the cucumber. <laughs> it's time to cry, y'all. No, she, not yet. Oh, she pulls not yet. out the cucumber <laughs> and the condom and is showing them how to put a condom on. On a goddamn cucumber, oh, y'all. Cucumber. But you, did, did you get sex education in school? And everything. The sex education I had, I got had nothing to do with me. But yes, yeah. I did. We had a... We had a um. I, he was like some. He was a black guy, bodybuilder, very much Tyler Perry casting guy. Oh, okay. He used to sit on the stool with his legs just gapped open, mm. and he had a bodybuilder. It was very Erotic. weird. And he would talk about sex like I thought he was fucking some of the kids, but not. Uh, no. Yes, because he would talk about. And he had a bodybuilder wife. She was looked like China. And then I remember him showing us a picture, and she did some little move with her legs. All talking about that was the helicopter move, and that's how he got the babies. Now, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So long story short, I no, I didn't get a, a good lesson. <laughs> We had really, really good sex education. So somebody did bring some fake condoms. Not fake condoms, fake dildos to show us how to do it. Um, it, I wouldn't say that it was specifically geared toward queer folks. It was definitely cis-heteronormative for the, you know, for the straights. But it, they did talk about condoms. They talked about lube. They talked about... Um, you know the female body and where the clit, what clit was, and sexual pleasure. I mean, yeah, he went all into that. Yeah, they talked about that, but it wasn't anything to do with queer stuff. They did talk about STDs. They did talk about, um, you know, just yeah. how to have those conversations. It was very basic. Yeah, it was yeah, very basic. So after that, Angel, they're kind of laughing and joking. The, the boys are kind of laughing and joking while she's trying to explain the kind of stuff. And Angel being the only one in the family that knows Blanca, knows mm-hmm. Blanca T, why this is an important conversation for Blanca to have with y'all. Why is such a, why is such a, you know, thing? Angel is looking at them laugh and gets annoyed. Mm-hmm. Cause you can see it on her face, like you bitches is not getting it. Y'all late and tired. Yeah. <laughs> and so she kind of snapped. She was like, "Yo, y'all need mm-hmm. to grow the fuck up and, and listen." And she turned to Blanca and I'm like, no, "Go ahead and tell them." And so in this moment, Blanca describes a lot of our story. Like I, I, I this is the only time of this particular episode that I got emotional because. I have a friend who has passed away now and what Blanca described is exactly what I would describe how he was doing in his life. Like 
just out here looking for love, just like any and everybody I'm talking about from. Like, he will bring bums home. Like, baby, we know these are bums. And just because he showed you a little bit of attention, bring them home, and it – I, it was so obvious that he was looking for love, and I'd be like, did y'all use protection? He'd be like, girl, no, he didn't want to. And uh, we just was connecting so much. I just did it. And it just was so obvious that he was searching for love. And for me, it reminded me of him. It reminded me of my friend. But also it reminded me of me. I just wasn't... Um, When we were younger, I was approved. I was a, you know, I, I did have a respectability politic mind about myself and things revolving around sex. But I come from a family like that. Mm-hmm. And so that judges you about sex. And so in my mind, the type of woman that I wanted to be was a respectable black woman. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? It was, you know, you don't prostitute. You don't do these things. You don't do, you know, they got to wait for You got to wait 90 days. You got to play all these cat and mouse games mm-hmm. with men. And so the freedom mm-hmm. of sex when I was younger, I didn't have that because in my mind, I was trying to be classy. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it was life that turned me into being more open about sex and more open about that. But I do know moments when I should have used protection when I was younger, um, and I didn't because I can't even tell you why. I can't even tell you that I gave, that it was some deep thought. It just was in the moment. I just made a bad decision that could have cost me my life. Um, so I don't, I can't really explain for me in my situations that I'm that's, that I'm visualizing. It was really just in the just a bad decision in the moment. Just like I'm trying to feel a connection with this person and. A part of that connection was you feeling, you feeling it like you feeling it and feeling the real thing and that kind of stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I got older that I was a real, um, and because prior to escorting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that sexually active. So I started escorting when I was 23. I had sex when I was 16 for the first time. I had, and when I talk about, I've been sucking dick. (laughs) Oh. I've been sucking dick. Okay. But I'm talking about actual penetrative sex. Oh. I had sex for the first time when I was 16. Didn't have it again until I was 18. But when you say been sucking dick. Like I've been sucking. Girl, baby. Baby, was five. five. Do, what? <laughs> what? So, anyway. So I had first when I was 16, then when I was 18, and I didn't have sex again until I was in a long, not a long-term relationship, but a serious relationship mm-hmm. at 23. So that was three times between 16, 17, and 18, and 23. 16, 16, 18, and 23. 23? But that's also the time that I started escorting. 
So in escorting, because it wasn't an emotional attachment, it wasn't me trying to get to know them as fucking um, clients, like which range from fucking old white men to old black men to young people. You get what I'm saying? It range had such a range that I knew there was no connection. So using a condom with them was easy. Like it was a, such an easy decision. And because they were dealing with a sex worker, it was, they weren't not now plenty of clients will try to convince you and pay you to be raw, but most of them are not. Most of them are mm-hmm. just down, just as down with um, protection. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't even a question. Like you, you, if, and most niggas who were into raw, they will call you and ask you, did Kim, do you do raw? And you'd be like, no. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. You that coin and you'd be like, I, can no. I pay you extra? And you'd be like, no. And so they wouldn't mm-hmm. even come. So most people who come to see you in a business aspect, they, do, they don't try to convince you to be raw. Most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so protection was just automatic. Like it was like, that was nothing. It was, not using protection was more of a more of a temptation in love relationships. So my first relation, my first love relate like live in love relationships, baby, with no protection going on. <laughs> we were living together and using a condom was a like a joke, mm-hmm. like like a um. Like a play thing. Oh, let's just put it on. Yeah, it was like a. Yeah. Are we using a condom now? <laughs> like it was like after we done been fucking for yeah months without it. It got it was kind of stupid. So now I I don't know what he was doing on us. I don't think he was. Yeah. But um. In the beginning of our relationship, we lived together. We spent most of our time together, and I just trusted him. And I can't tell you that's plenty of motherfuckers get a disease uh, from yeah. motherfuckers they trust. Yes, but that's just what it was. Yeah. And so we weren't using protection. And in it wasn't until he did cheat on me that I was like, condom, 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 condom. Mm. And so usually in my love relationships is when it gets a little bit more tricky in me making the responsible decision. No, when we first hook up, we not, we're using protection, but it's when you get that emotional attachment and you being around them and been dealing with them. That's for me, not now as an adult, but uh, adult, adult, grown, grown. Um, but when I was younger, it was the relate, the intimate, personal, long-term relationships that were, it made it a little bit difficult to make the, the responsible decision to use protection all the time. So um, that's just my truth about the matter. What is your truth? About what? Use the protection. Um... How did you even get into that story? Well, we were talking about Blanca and Praetel having a conversation about when they they are positive now. And they were talking about how they've been there. They know what Ricky and Damon were experiencing in this relationship and wanting to be loved and having that physical connection and being in a relationship and just saying, fuck it. We love each other. We're monogamous. So we don't went and got tested and we both clean. So, ooh, fuck raw. Cause it, and that makes it worse in a relationship because if y'all both go get tested and y'all clean, why not? You get what I'm saying? It's like, why not? But you don't know when the betrayal is going to happen. 
Do you feel what I'm saying? You don't know if they're going to cheat later on. So, yeah, we, we we did the responsible thing and went and got tested. Hey, why would I not fuck you raw if I know we both clean? See, when I first got into the game, which I got straight into a relationship, really. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I feel like I was very educated from the start because, just like you just said, <laughs> I mean, we would always use protection and stuff like that, and then we would go get tested together and and all of that. And after our relationship took a little um, halt, I met a person, and they told me straight up from the get-go that they were positive, and... I think there's a difference in our area, in our era, Mm -hmm. because we are... How are you? I'm 29. I am 38. So we're 10, we're a decade apart. Yeah. And so people weren't coming up and telling you that they were positive mm-hmm. in my era. When I was in, in high school and in my early 20s, people wasn't doing that. Now, now in this era, yes, I've seen a change in how open people are about their positivity, mm-hmm. um, their positive status. <laughs> um People weren't coming up and telling you that they were positive. The 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 thing was, think everybody is positive because somebody might lie to you, and and so having the option to be like, oh, do I want to deal with this or not deal with this? Yeah, hmm, that wasn't. Um, it just wasn't. That wasn't around in my era, where I was from. So it's good that y'all had those kind of conversations. Yeah, but I've ne- I've never met since then. I've never met anybody who has told me that they, you know, that they were. And hmm. I'm, you know, I'm sure somebody done. <laughs> right. Yeah, but he told me, and just bringing that up, just from the conversations and things that I've had with him, and seeing how he, he wasn't always depressed. He wasn't depressed, but everything. It seemed like he couldn't be just really happy because it, because he was positive. I don't, it would be always in the back of his mind, like, or whatnot. And so, just in saying all of that, it just made me want to be more conscious with everything because he was just he he, he was just going through, and I didn't really know how he. I, got it because you know people just be lying and stuff because he had a best friend or whatnot that just never been told me you know that that ain't whatever but anyway that's a whole nother story that's (laughs) a whole nother story (laughs) that's a whole nother story but um that is kind of strange i do hear people telling stories about how they got it's always oh i got raped or uh i got you it's always that and i'm like okay yeah but i had to stop talking to him because Baby, you just sit up here and told me your whole tea and then tell me the same. Uh, y'all can put two and two together, y'all. Because people want to try to do the most, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's it kind it had to end. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had to end. It had to end. Blanca tells her tea. It was a really emotional and, um, this was where I shed a tear and they were listening and then Poppy and Poppy comes over to Blanca and is like, 
you was there for me when I need you, or whatever he said. Like, he was talking about, I'll go steal cold medicine for you if you need it. I'm going to take care of you. And that really kind of broke me down. And so... That was... I mean, yeah, I would have just thought that Damon would have been the one to be doing all of that since he's been with Blanca since the get-go. Him well, I don't know. He might one little teardrop. He might have just been in shock. That. I mean, yeah. I Everybody's response is going to be different, too. It is true. Somebody telling you their tea, and and I think I it that really just got to me, and I really got emotional in that particular scene. So they know now, and so um, after this conversation, Ricky and Damon go to the testing place and get tested again, and both of them are clean. And Damon is like, mm, that's cool and all, but I'm, I don't know. <laughs> he he start having like yeah. thoughts like, I really want to focus on me. Back then, I don't even know if they knew that just because it wasn't showing up right then and there, you know. Cause oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. takes a while. It takes like three months. Yeah, and it can just pop on up. It ain't like you fuck somebody then the next day. It hey, comes, yeah. yeah. No. So I don't even know if they knew that yeah. back then. So Damon has some kind of reservations, and he's like, ooh, we got a clean bill of health. But, you know, I think I'm going to start focusing on me. I want to focus on my shit that I got going on. There you go. And so it starts in that kind of direction of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And Damon says, um, Ricky says, well, let's have this conversation later. And I, cause I gotta go to rehearsal. Well, he tips on to rehearsal to go yeah. be with the gay dancers <laughs> who says that they are fucking uh, his his man, and he tips away. Then we go to the next scene. It's called the Eros Ball, where we have what is it? What is the what is that supposed to mean? Like angel? Eros is the goddess of goddess. love. Oh, Eros. goddess of loves. Uh huh. Love, love. Yes, and so we have. Who starts it off? Um, was it Candy with Did them Candy start with them with sad them like, ass wings? Candy baby, <laughs> Candy girl, sweetie, poor Candy y'all. She can never <laughs> afford the ball. <laughs> she never can afford the category. The, category. the effects she never can afford the category ever but i will give it to candy because she has all the confidence in the world she oh no up. candy does not start it off blanca starts it off and she did she doesn't get any points with the feathers remember they were fanning her uh-huh and she gets like eights or something so yeah, she don't get a good score like whatever but she looks good to me and then candy tips in through her with her robe and her little red her robe. <laughs> Party city. Wing, party city wings. Wings. <laughs> crooked, stiff. No feathers, baby. No he said, feathers. I said feathers, girl. These are my wings. <laughs> Go sit down. Girl, candy. So, people are not like, you always got to sit here and fight back with people. Like, right. Girl, you look a mess. So, uh... The wind tours come in and slay. So y'all know Electra is going to bring you the motherfucking effects. She's going to be sitting... She, this bitch was sitting in the clam. The girls was looking beat. Everybody was looking beat and sickening. And she comes out and she got the angel wings. They are not feathers because Candy clocked it out. She said they're not feathers. But, but Praytale was like, they sickening though. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they're sickening. They did the effect the way it needed to be done. So girl, go have a seat. Tens to win tour. <laughs> they wore it out. I'll give it to Praytale. I mean, if you win, you win. He still might not fuck with you or like you and this and that, but... 
He'll give you a little glory. Exactly. So, um, at the end of the ball, Ricky and Damon, Damon pulls Ricky to the side and tells Ricky that, you know what? I think we need a break. And he breaks up with Ricky and yes, he says he needs to love himself. Mm-hmm. You know? He need to be that special person to himself. Mm-hmm. And he's still young and mm-hmm. all of these things. And he don't need to be giving all of himself to somebody just this soon. Right. And, and I, I get have... that. I feel that. Oh, but yes. I was annoyed by Ricky with fight for us. <laughs> Boom, bye. Why you, you w- fucking people on the motherfucking album about- short tour bus? <laughs> You wasn't thinking about fight for us when when you was t- being tipped by the gay boys at the at the event <laughs> at the at the tour. Fight for us while I'm sitting at the bar and people coming up here talking about uh, I've been fucking your man and you. Uh uh-uh. uh, it would have been over then. Yeah, yeah, it really would. But um, <laughs> well, we say that. But if we in love, it's different when you in love. Yes. Well, I was Damon. <laughs> exactly, was it's Damon. different. It's easy to say you will stop fucking it with a motherfucker love. on but the outside looking in. What's to do with it? <laughs> What's love got, got to do? Got to do with it? Who needs a heart when, when a heart can be broken? broken? Yes, come on, Tina. So it switches to a scene with Sandra Barnhart's character. I think her name is Kelly. I'm gonna figure out her damn name. Um, I think it's Kelly, but Sandra Burns' heart character and Blanc it gets invited by Blanca to the house and for some wine, da 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 da. And Blanca sits her down and tells her that you know she wants to start taking her meds, and she wants to try taking care of her body and doing what she needs to do because. You know, previous conversation they had, it was like, girl, boom, fuck the meds. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was like, you know, I'm going to start getting my shit together. I'm going to be an example for my kids. And as we talked about last week, it it would extend your life for a year. At the least, it's going to extend your life for a year. Like, come on. Yeah, for one little bit of year. But I guess that's better than just nothing. But I still would have been on my own. Exactly. So at the end... Of the um, at the end of the episode, we get Blanca getting her first client in the nail salon that she's squatting in. You got Angel and Poppy on the, the pier. Nail shop look cute. It did yeah, look cute at the end. Curtains and all of that. While and... Pertel, now see Pertel was a party pooper gonna throw in talking about it was a, it was a dump. <laughs> so, so they go to scenes with Poppy and Angel on the pier. What's going? Them. They seem like they're growing a little love too. Uh, Something. They are fucking. <laughs> so they are fucking. Poppy. Won't. And what is Poppy doing with himself though? They need to come on and get with it because it seems like I'm, just, it's episode two, is, bitch. Well, Somebody's we need to come on now because Poppy been around. I mean, she's still selling drugs. What's going on? <laughs> I need to know what's Poppy going on because I don't like people around me. I don't even know what they doing. Like so, you, you rooting for everybody else, but what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so Angel Gorgeous has is standing at the pier giving you poses. Poppy is. Being the side, being the nigga to say, "Oh, you're so great." Showing yes, her love, man. yes, uh, showing her love, being her support system. Um, and then you have Electra coming into her new up- fancy apartment, um, bossing the boys around. The apartment was <laughs> it was sickening. So being Electra, doing her thing, she can afford the apartment, so she has um, the apartment. So yeah, so. That was the end of the show. She got her two jobs now. Mm -hmm. She got her two jobs, her dominatrix and that. So, oh, gosh. Mm. 
I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this episode too. It wasn't as um it was more happy. This was a happier. There was some sad moments, but it was some triumphs. They, like you said, like I, like I just said, we just Electra got a new play, so we know we about to get some nasty looks from the wind tours. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to see that lady come around and not be a bitch. Who Electra? Um, the the landlord lady. I really, I want, I don't want, I want her to keep the nail place. I think her character is gonna develop. I yeah, think I want them to have some type of development. I told you she was still gonna have that. Nail but they kind of extra okay. racist. So it's like, oh god, that that is her son. Yeah, it's hard gonna end up hitting on Blanca or something. Oh no, because they gotta get, get into ugly. that. They gotta get into that too. Because you know, people be sitting up there trying to be uh you know, homophobic and all these other things, and then secretly be. Trying to have, yeah, I think they're gonna I get into know. that, but um, um, yeah, I do. I think Ricky was in also at the end, Ricky was in his um, doing his class, his Vogue classes, so he was doing something he sure too, was because teaching. he was telling uh, you know, whatever his name, wait, Damon. Damon, yeah, not Damon, Ricky. Yeah, yeah, Damon, yeah, was Damon Ricky, was in his you know, Vogue classes. Like he wasn't doing nothing, but hey, yeah, so I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing. More of the I miss the dance teacher. I was I just about teacher. to say that. Yeah, I, I was just about, about to I liked say her character. That. She was like, um, you know, like in movies, she's like the sage. It reminds me of like a sage kind of character, like a you know, like somebody that's older, a sagey kind of person in the character. I can't explain it. But yeah, she I miss her. I want her to come back. Um, but yes, I don't know. And I felt like last season i almost could see where they were going i can't see where they're going which is kind of good like it seems like every episode is going to surprise me what about you i don't know with blanca roll though because they said somebody's gonna die she has aids yeah, they she went from positive to having AIDS now, and I'm just like, I can't see this show but without Blanca. Her, but she's taking her meds. Who cares? It only gives you one little year. Yeah, that's true. We did learn, and that she didn't got AIDS quick. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, I do not want to see this show without Blanca. I love yeah. Blanca. Hmm. I, I don't want to just see Angel as the mother. She's stupid. She don't even even get her money straight up. <laughs> Sending people, giving people little curtain portfolio (laughs) pictures and shit all up in the goddamn curtains. She'll be a good mother. Blanca is treating her well. On the pier. (laughs) Get out of here. Taking pictures naked and stuff for photographers (laughs) and stuff. Oh, Lord. The whole house is just going to go into crumble. She's still learning. Anyway. Blanca ain't that smart either. They ain't selling uh, (laughs) signing contracts and shit, but at least shit. Angel, baby. Good luck, y'all. Y'all might as well have a lecture. (laughs) So that's the only thing that I'm nervous about. I just don't want to see Blanca die. Yeah, that's like that would be so. But late. they said in something I read, somebody is dying this season. Some main character is dying this season. Oh God, I don't want to see Pratel go either. Hell no, Billy but Porter he, is he the got... heart of the show. So who gonna die? I don't know. All right, so that's the end of this episode. We gonna see. <laughs> Let's check check us it's out next week. Poppy. No, Poppy's gonna die, y'all. Check us out next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive.
exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be alright.